Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, grow you as a disciple, and help you serve His purpose. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. We feel so called to this city that even though we left for three years to go to Bible college, and then we helped start a C3 church in Bondi, we decided Canberra was the place where we were meant to be, and so we came back. Canberra, the bush capital. The city that people like to say is unfriendly and sterile. The, people, the, the city that people like to pay out on because political decisions are made here. Canberra did this. Have you heard that? Yeah. I'm like, no, Canberra did not do this. Some politicians made some decisions. They aren't Canberra. Canberra with its crisp, clean air, its wide open spaces, its public servants, and its four stand-alone seasons. Don't you love that about Canberra? We get all the seasons. Canberra is far from perfect, but it's beautiful. And it's full of people that Jesus came to die for. I don't know why you are here in Canberra, but if God has planted you and brought you to this place, I can guarantee you, he wants you to shine your light while you're here. This is what he said, Matthew 5. You are the light of the world. You are the light in Canberra. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. We're starting our Vision Builder series today. Every June, we talk about Vision Builders for three weeks. It's only three weeks, guys. You can do it. Every one of these series screens for Vision Builders shows a landmark of our beautiful city because Vision Builders is about making a difference in this great city of Canberra. We are Vision Builders, and I love that statement. I love what it represents and speaks about. It speaks about all of us together as a church community, building something that is impacting this city and beyond. We are achieving something together that will affect the generations beyond us, that will affect your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Isn't that wonderful? Vision Builders is a is all about enabling us here at C3 Watson to fulfill the vision God has given us, which is to reach and impact this city for Jesus. We're not here for us. Our church is not just for us. First and foremost, our church is here for our friends who don't know Christ. Our church is here for your friends. It's here for your family. It's here for your workmates. We are here for the people who aren't here yet. The ones who don't know Jesus yet. Because all over this city, people are lost without Jesus. 
that most of them don't know it. Some of them fill that void with things. This city needs Jesus. The people in this city need Jesus. So our, our theme for this year's Vision Builders campaign is shine our light. Shine our light. Jesus says that we are the light of the world and that we are to shine our light for all to see. And as we shine our light, people will be drawn not to us, but to Jesus in us. Vision Builders supports the vision of this church to see people come to Jesus. And as we continue and as we contribute to Vision Builders, we're contributing to people coming to Jesus. Last week, after the 10.30 service, a woman came up the front here and she said, I want to give my heart to Jesus. She just, that's what she did. That's why we're here. I want to challenge us today that no matter how long or how little time we're here in Canberra, we're mandated to shine our light for God. We aren't here just taking up space or marking time. Oh gosh, God's going to let me get out of this city at some point. No. Our lives have a high calling and purpose and that's to shine our light. Jesus is asking us to shine our light. Let's read Jeremiah 29. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon. Now you may feel like that. I'm sure you don't. But you know, Babylon is a picture of the world. It's a picture of wherever we are. Who He has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem, build homes and plan to stay, plant gardens and eat the food they produce, marry and have children, then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. All the grandparents said, thank you. (laughs) I'm one of those. Multiply, do not dwindle away. And work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. The context of this scripture is God's people were taken from Jerusalem and put into exile in Babylon. The Babylonians wanted to destroy their culture and their faith. That was their goal. That's why they brought them to Babylon. They assumed that if they took the Jews from Jerusalem into their city, into Babylon, that the Jews would assimilate in that city and their children and grandchildren would begin to worship Babylonian gods. And, then that, and, 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 and they assumed that they, the children of God would lose their identity. This is one of the challenges for Christians today, is it not? Yeah. To be in the world but to continue to be true to who God has called us to be. God says through Jeremiah to his people, it's okay, I've got you. And eventually, I'm going to deliver you and send you back home. Now, where is home? It's not a trick question. Home is heaven. Home is heaven. That's where we're destined. That's where we're all going to be forever. How exciting. But in the meantime, he said through Jeremiah, I want, I mean, for Jeremiah, it was back to Jerusalem. For us, it's heaven. 
In the meantime, I want you to move into the city I've got you in. Move into Babylon. Live there. I want you to settle. I want you to make it your home. Plan to make it your home. Buy houses, marry, have kids, have grandkids. Be part of it, but don't lose your identity as my people. Keep your faith. And while you're at it, engage with the city. Seek its welfare and prosperity. Love your city, but don't lose your light. Be different. Shine your light and shine it bright. Don't pick up the values and the culture you're in. Don't become wishy-washy. I've called you to be in the city, but different from the city. So when you're at work or school and they say to you, how was your weekend? My husband is so good at this. Doesn't matter where we are, he's and someone says something to him, somehow he brings in the fact that God and church and... Yeah, church was great on the weekend. Someone will ask him a question and say, well, at our church, we're, we're praying that this will happen. When everyone's criticising the boss or someone else, what do you do? When someone is sick and needs healing, what do you do? Shine our light. Shine our light. We're here to be part of what's happening in this city and shine our light bright. To work for the peace and prosperity of this city. To pray for its welfare. We can do it individually, but I want to look at how we're doing it corporately as a church community. How are we loving this city as a church? How are we seeking the peace and prosperity of this city as a church? Because you may not even know what we do. Here's a few things we do. Christian education in schools. We go into Majora Primary School and we talk to them. Those little ones. Is it all ages? Yeah, from kindy to year six. About Jesus. And we are doing our best to get into a high school, a local high school, so that we can go in and talk about Jesus. We're, we're involved in a, a ministry called Rahab Ministries, which is a ministry to brothels, and we're going to be going into Mitchell, into those areas. We go to a community organisation for women who are uh, vulnerable and we go there once a month and we're establishing relationships with these women and we've had these women here at our groups we've had them here at church services and they love it we're just about to start going into some flats in Watson, in our local Watson area, to reach out into that neighbourhood. We're just about to go into, um, we're just about to be a part of something called Kids Hope, which is a school-based early intervention mentoring program, where we're working with vulnerable kids and mentoring them. It's beautiful. It's beautiful the things that we're doing. These ministries are growing. And so too is the impact of what we are doing in this city. And I'm so thankful for it. I'm so excited that we are seeing these ministries grow, not because we want to be bigger or better, but because Jesus came for the one 
He died for the one. And every bit of growth in these ministries means more individuals' lives being changed and impacted by the love of Christ, which is why we're here. When we contribute to Vision Builders, we are giving into the wonderful testimonies of lives being changed. Lives being transformed by the love and power of God. I want to read you some examples of testimonies. Some testimonies that have come in. This is an excerpt from a testimony of a young person who came to Jesus at our church. This person says this, At a young age, I was diagnosed with severe anxiety. anxiety. Shortly after, I got remarkably depressed. I had daily anxiety attacks. I was terrified to go to school, let alone leave my own house. I felt trapped inside myself and I didn't know how to ask for help. And all I wanted to do was to be set free from my anxious thoughts. One day I asked my parents, is my life going to be like this forever? Living in constant fear that all eyes are on me, I can't live like this. I had my seasons of times where I got somewhat better and I could function with myself. But that time shortly ended and I was back to square one. My body was shutting down. I despised my looks. I wouldn't eat properly. I gave up on my passions with sports. I dropped out of school and I would rarely leave my room. My mind was filled with what ifs. What if my life is never going to change? Am I always going to feel these things? Then I started reading the gospel and it completely changed my view of the world my view of others, how I treat people, my view of myself, but overall my purpose. The only thing that matters is what God thinks of me. And my eyes were open to that. And I understand that now, and I, I can't say I'm now perfect for surrendering my life to God. She gave her life, this person gave their life to Christ at our church. And coming to church weekly, but what I do feel is safe. I feel safe that I'm in the loving arms of a forgiving Father who will love me unconditionally and will never leave me, even during my troubled times, when I feel lost, he's always straightening my path. Isn't that a beautiful testimony? Here's a freedom testimony from a man who attended one of our freedom groups. He said, I carried a weight that I thought was normal responsibility and I didn't think anything of it. But now I know better. I am so free and have a healthier relationship with those closest to me. How beautiful is that? Here's a healing testimony. My friend is off ice addiction. Thank you for standing in prayer. Hey! Here's a testimony of someone who thought they'd reached the end of their ability to get a promotion at their workplace. We prayed for a promotion. Praise God for a promotion at work when it seemed all opportunities had passed. This is a miracle in my workplace for someone of my age. Amen. Here's a testimony of someone who we have stood with and prayed for over many years for their parent to come to know Jesus. Thank you for your prayers. Our God is faithful. My mum, who lives out of Australia, 92 years old, accepted Christ a few days ago. We've been praying for her salvation and asking God to not let her die before she accepts Christ. Now I can let her go if it's her time to go. I know she will be with Jesus with no more pain and suffering. Aren't they I could go on. 
I could stand here and just give you testimony after testimony. Thank you, Jesus, for working in these people's lives. This is why we're here. Vision builders, contributions help us to carry out the vision of this church. Quite simply, so you know, they pay the mortgage payments and and they pay for improvements that we want to make. We actually want to... um, There was one thing that we didn't do when we built this building. Actually, that's not true. There are a couple of things. But one of the things was that the upstairs office area was going to be double what it is. And we're actually running out of room. Maybe you don't know this, but we're running out of spaces during during the week in our building. And so we're happy about that, but we want to... Uh, do that. We want to build the other half of our ups- upstairs area so that we can have more space. Things that we've done over the years, if you go out into our kids' church area and go out the back, you'll see um, a beautiful kids' pr- playground and you'll see a beautiful deck and we've upgraded our kitchen and we've put in a car park and more. So every June, I'm getting you up in a sec, Jess. I haven't forgotten you. Every June, we ask you to consider how you can be involved. You might be thinking, well, I don't have much. How can I be part of this? As I was preparing this message, I had a picture. If you've ever been to a concert, or even I think I saw it when the Olympic Games was here in Australia, and you've been in a dark auditorium and someone asks everyone to turn the lights on on their mobiles, and it goes from darkness to this beautiful, magical place that's all lit up. One of the wonderful things about Vision Builders is that it's not about one or two contributing, because we're all limited by ourselves. Vision Builders is like that auditorium that is lit up with many lights that together makes a strong and powerful light. You know that song? This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Well, it's, you know, when it's just me with my little light, it's actually quite little. But when all of our little lights are shining together, it's actually quite bright. We can shine our light together. We can seek the welfare of this city We can be investors, not just consumers, because we're better together. And we need all of us together to shine our light bright. Little becomes big when we do it together. We accomplish so much more together than we will ever accomplish on our own. And my gosh, this church is so generous. You know, in November, we will have been in this church for 10 years. Can you believe that? In this building for 10 years. And we are so close to paying off this mortgage, would you believe? So close. So, how can you be involved? We believe that everyone in our church has something they can give. Not everyone can give thousands of dollars, but everyone can give something. We have children through to people even older than me. Good heavens, John. 
who give. They give different amounts to, according to what God has put in their hand and put on their heart. It's about being a contributor, not a consumer only. We are giving to help facilitate people coming to Christ. So I'm going to ask Jess to come up now because she has a testimony about her and Dan. Oh, lovely. Welcome, Jess. Thanks, guys. All right, so, um, yeah, Dan and I have been a part of the church about almost three years now, and we love being able to give to vision builders because we see it as a way that we've been able to help us be a part of this family and to make this church a home for us and so many others around us. And it was about this time last year as well that we started actually looking towards buying a home for us that tried to like run the numbers and see what we could do and what we could afford and things and realised we still needed to keep saving. And although we were doing absolutely everything we possibly could to save money to buy a home, it came to Vision Builders and we were praying about what number to give, how much we wanted to give, and God put the number of $5,000 onto our hearts, which was quite a lot of money and kind of scared us a little bit, because that was a lot of good money to put towards um, a little home that we wanted to buy. But we decided to give anyway, trusting that God knew our hearts and our desires and that he would still help make make it all happen. So... In March this year, we signed a contract to buy a new little home, (laughs) and we moved it in April, which is a whole miracle and cool story of its own. But we didn't have any furniture for the house. We were living in a share house before, and none of the furniture was ours, really. So as we were then trying to work out, okay, where are we going to get furniture from? Where are we even going to get the money to get this furniture from? We had a family member say, hey, we just want to give you some money to help you buy a furniture um, for your new place. And we were, I was gobsmacked as soon as I saw that number enter our bank account because it was exactly the amount that we'd given to Vision Builders over this last year. It was exactly $5,000 that they put into our bank account, which was absolutely amazing. So this time last year, Without a home, without even having enough money to put a house deposit on, it did not seem logical at all for us to give to vision builders. And we were scared to give that kind of money. But over the last 12 months, we've seen the most amount of miracles and being able to build our faith in such a huge way. Um, So without giving to vision builders, we wouldn't have been able to see God do such an amazing miracle in our lives. Thank you, Jess. Beautiful. I love hearing testimonies of what God does. So we say, like Jess just said, we say, ask God what he wants you to give. What, what, What do you have to lose? Nothing, really. He will speak. He will tell you. We look at what we have. We look at what we can sacrifice and we look at what we can create before we come to our amount. Come up, guys. I'm done. Um, 
when we look for ourselves of what to give. We bring our tithes into this house, which is 10%. Then we bring our offerings, which is another five. And then for vision builders, we give another 10% usually because leaders lead and we want to lead. And we believe in the vision of this place. So, we... You, we give people an opportunity in every service that we do in June to contribute to Vision Builders. You might be here today and you might be ready to contribute today. If you are, then Paul and I would invite you at the end of the service to come up. There are pledge cards on seats. And to put your pledge in because we pray for everyone pledges to vision builders we lay hands on them and pray for them Paul and I okay as we finish we've been talking about shining our light because we want people to come to know Christ and you may be here today given your heart to him if that's you I want to give you an opportunity to do that to open your life invite him in so I'm going to pray a prayer and I'm going to ask you to pray with us we're all going to pray this prayer together if you want to give your life to Christ please join us as we pray this prayer Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying for me. I ask you to come into my heart. I want to have a relationship with you. I ask you to be my Lord and my Saviour. Forgive me for my sin. Help me to follow you for the rest of my days. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au.